Tēnā koe, tēnā tātou, uh, ngā mihi nui ki ākoutou o te tauhau, nau mai hoki mai ki tā tātou kōna ipurangi a te sick as. Uh, ko whakapāho atu nei i Otipoti, so kia ora kia ora, and wishing you great life and prosperity as we go into the new year. I'm literally sitting here uh, on the first of this new year, or of the, what is it, the Gregorian calendar, that one, you know the one, the western calendar, the one that says January through to December even though DEC stands for 10 but it's the 12th month, you know that sort of stuff, that sort of stuff, but anyway, we're here and uh, today I just wanted to do not really a huge reflection on the year that has gone but just thinking about going forward because I know that this time is a very difficult time for a lot of people because you're in party mode, especially for us in the southern hemisphere where we know like it's festivals, it's nice weather, it's drinking and doing all of that stuff, but at the same time, kind of the the new year comes with this whole, you know, ideas of, of resetting yourself and becoming a different a different version of yourself. And, and it's usually involved with an appearance, uh, some sort of fitness level that you want to get to. And you we know I've done a whole air series on this, so I'm not going to waste your time talking about that. But there's just a few other things that we're going to talk about as we do get into it. Anyway, no my hockey mind, let's get into it. Yeah, so before we get into this, I did an entire series, it was a four episode series on trying to develop new habits, especially for those who are building into the uh, New Year's resolution type of deal. Now in this, it's a four part series at the start of 2021, I want to say, and where I talk about uh, creating a habit, the way that you need to talk to yourself for that habit to stick, um, exercising for good reasons, and then there was the fourth one which kind of tied them all in together. And I still live by that in terms of building habits and in terms of you know doing all of that sort of stuff. It's doing, it's trying to find the right reason for you to want to go and do that habit. Uh, I know a lot of the time it's because you have you know, like media pressure or someone you know there, there's an idea of of what being successful or what being good is about. Um, but this one is, is is really just trying to figure out that oh shit, if I'm just nice to myself uh, and actually treat myself with a little bit of compassion, then maybe like all of the things that I do will start to align with what it is that I actually want in this life. But what I want to get into today is just a few random thoughts to start the year off. I want it to be quite positive, but I also want it to be something that maybe we could you know, keep in mind as we start to go forward. And, and things that I didn't mention in that series, which was now two years ago, it's 2023. Uh, I'm going to talk about some of the things I want to, you know, I'm going to push for a little bit more in this year. Um, but the first thing is to really think about every time you've started before and the whole new year, new me and the new year, same me and, and like kind of how people are starting to digest it a little bit and get their head around it. But something that kind of occurred to me is uh, when I think about I was thinking about, you know, how it is when I'm dealing with my siblings and and how we're all so different. And, you know, granted, we had different upbringings in terms of who raised us uh, each. Like, we were all raised by different sets of parents at different times. Uh, But, you know, if you were to take two people who were raised by the same parents... um, they're not ever raised by the same two parents. Does that make sense? Like even though it's the same people, just like anything that happens, there's an evolution that happens. There's mistakes that were you know, made and opportunities there for learning. Uh, socioeconomic status changes is the, the, the entire context that you all uh, kind of exist in start to change as well. So even though 
uh, you're coming to the end of the year and it feels like nothing has actually changed, there has been a lot of learnings that have occurred in that time. So I think when we think about the other times that things have failed and not thinking that you are the failure yourself, but obviously the environment that you were in uh, was not conducive to what the outcomes you were wanting were. So I think you know if we keep that in mind, just knowing that each time you come to the set to be able to make something new, uh, you are wiser. Some things have changed. Some things are fundamentally different, which means that you approach the world in a different way. For example, I came into 2022 with hair down to my ass crack and I could barely see and I didn't have to wear these things on my eyes. And now, like, I'm coming into the new year and this is just like, it was just something that happened. It had to occur, but now that it's happened, you know, I don't think of that as a massive change, but it is fundamentally a huge change for everything that's going to matter um, from this day forward. So do remember that you are actually essentially a new version of yourself from 365 days ago um, and just keep that in mind and that even though things feel the same and even if you feel like negative or if you feel positive, remember that there are a lot of things that you've gone through that you know, you've learned. And if you realize that you've made mistakes, that means that you've realized that you've had some sort of reflection and you understand that, you know, you don't like that mistake and you're going to try not to do that again. So you are technically in a better position. Well, not necessarily a better position, but you're wiser. So it's a new year, new year, wiser you. It's a different version of yourself. Someone who, you know, has done a little bit more, regardless of how much you think you have done, there had to have been some sort of understanding or learning over that time. So if you realize that, that's the first thought that we put into your head as you go into this new year, you have gone through some sort of evolution. Something has had to change within you uh, for you to be able to continue to exist. So, um, you know, whether those are positive or, or negative things, I think that's up to you to decide. But something that I'm going to keep in mind, and, and it has really been because of uh, my real journey, you know, oh fuck, I, ha I, I hate using journey, my real adventure, uh, the adventure race, the Iron Māori, if you will, um, but really going through and just thinking, you know, for myself, what are some whakatauki, or what are some things that I'll continue to remind myself of, and it, it comes back to, you know, when I was a child, or when I was trialling for different things, before I started understanding what it was that I was good at, um, you know, how did I actually get into these positions? And taking yourself back to the first time you tried to learn anything, to the first time you actually started chasing something that you really wanted, um, whether that be a relationship, whether that be uh, a job, uh, a, a team, um, some friends, or, uh, you know, having to go and, and do some savings for something that you wanted to get. Remember, it's like you have it now. So it's really difficult to think about what it took for you to ascertain it. But if you really go back to before, you know, the, the apprehensive nature that you have, that anxiety of, of like, oh shit, something new, what if I don't get it? Um, oh man, it's going to be a lot of hard work to put into it. Remember what that feeling is like, because every time you go into something new, that's always going to come back, and if we do keep those kind of lessons or those feelings in the back of our mind, then, you know, think about the things that you did for yourself to try to help you get through it. And the first things that come to my mind I guess the first one is Tufitia Te Hopo, which is um, feel the fear and do it anyway. And I think that has been a huge part of the reason I've got to where I am and, you know, the questions that I needed to ask at different times and putting my hand up to do different things, even though I felt like I wasn't ready. Um, a lot of timing 
you don't understand when it's good timing or not. And if we're always thinking, oh, there'll be a better time, or I've talked about this before, eventually, or Nawaira, some time is going to come for it to happen, you know, we, we never know if it's going to be the right time or not until we actually do it. And sometimes when you do some things, um, you know, that's when you get more data on whether it was the right thing to do or not. Another one uh, would be probably Patua Titanifa uh, or Fakama or Patua Nga Tanifa um, or Fakama Mete Mangere. So, you know, the, fun- the Fakama or that, you know, that shyness, that anxiety of, of starting something, you know, kill it, drop it, hit it, smack it. Get rid of it. It's it's not going to serve you. I mean, that little bit of shyness or that little bit of, you know, not wanting to do it, it, it cautions you, you know. It's something that you're going into. It's something that you're unaware of. Uh, but remember, it's like the fear of that unknown. On the other side of it is where you get to see whether whether or not this is something for you or not or whether that approach that you had taken was the right approach for you. If you stay on this side of the fence, right, or Fakama, you know, Fakama gets in the way of you actually going into there, then we'll just never know. And living with that feeling of like, could I have done it? You know, I, I've i done it way too many times. So my year this year is Tufiti at the Hopo, and this started uh, before this, this January 1st even came around. I just kind of said, no, these are the things that I want to do. So firstly, figure out what it is that you want to do, uh, and then just look at the different ways that you can get there. Mine was enrolling in a fully immersion course, uh, and another one was, you know, having proper conversations with myself about what extracurricular things I want to be involved with. Uh, Even during my studies and during my uh, research, you know, what are the things that I do want to research? Because uh, like I said before, I'm at this point now where I'm going to get a lot of opportunities from people who, you know, will talk to me and just say, you've got this, you know, this is is for you and and we can do this for you. And just realising that um, perhaps, you know, people are going to keep using that line, but it's not what aligns with me at that time, and it's probably the stuff that's going to end up stressing me out. So that's something to keep in mind. Oh, and I, I talked about Fakama, but the other one is Mangere, uh, which is not not the place Mangere in uh, Auckland. But I think Mangere, it was something that I actually was called as a child a lot. For you know, Now that I think about it, I don't even know why, uh, but it came out a lot, and it's just being lazy. You know, sometimes I think we mistake... Uh, someone who's lazy with you know someone who's just uninterested and I talked about languishing before on this podcast so if you want to go check out those episodes for show uh, go through and look at it but it's just where you can't give that same motivation to something because you don't have the drive to be able to go and do it so mine would just be like if I want something I know that I have to go and grab it uh, as well as you know battling that tanifa which is which is fakama or some shyness or, or anxieties over different things as well um, I remember what it was like to start something brand new. So um, try and figure out how that looks for you as we go forward. Um, literally, as I, as I was thinking about that, um, it, it reminded me, <laughs> I didn't even write this down, but it reminded me of the, the clip that I put up of Salwin, or Dr. Salwin Tepa. And um, I think th- what he said was, uh, one of the teachers, or Te Tahi Kayako, uh, just you know came in and said um fakatuto ringa uh, e uh, sorry e so like put your hand up if you understand what i'm saying and he just put his hand up so in this story i laughed i was laughing and i wasn't really listening too much but then i was like oh actually you're like it's 
he he probably did know. He saw everyone else was doing it. But what I loved about the story afterwards is that, you know, even though he went along with it and he wasn't 100% sure, he knew he, there was something in him. There was something innately within him, intrinsic, that kind of kept him there, that, you know, took him to where he needed to be. And I, I sometimes think that that's, uh, I don't want to say fate, but I think, you know, things line up the way that they do for a reason. And we just need to trust that feeling that we get within us, you know. What was it that, that told him, you know, fuck a two, fuck a two you know, What told him to put his hand up? What was within him, the drive? Besides, like, obviously seeing his friends do it, I think there was something within him that probably, like, said this is the right thing to do uh, for him to go and do that. So that was awesome. And, you know, now that I think about things and you think about how things line up and stack up, you know, we never know when the right time is going to be. We may never, ever be prepared. Uh, that's what that story kind of shows us. But we won't know unless we actually get in there and start to do it. For example, like, I haven't done any of the earlier courses, but I feel like I'm ready. I'm ready to go full immersion. Let's go. Uh, so anyway, yeah, that's me for that. Uh, oh, just one quick thought. Okay, so over Christmas, everyone was posting Merry Krihimete, which is Merry Christmas, or it's a transliterized version or Kupumino. Uh, of Merry Christmas and you know this I this is where I get a little bit frustrated now because I'm starting to see that actually it's like it's it's great to see more real being used around the country but remember I always talk about the Facebook you know when people use Aotearoa uh, and people use different things uh, that have to do with Māori and how we have the vocal minority who would come on and just say, you know, why are you using like this language? We are in New Zealand. Uh, it's a useless language and all that sort of stuff. I'm actually now, so I was very, very stoked to see as much Māori being used. Uh, but now, some of the headlines where they say a Māori, blah, 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 or they're using Aotearoa, I think it's down now to knowing that it's going to start getting traction. People are going to comment on it. People are going to react to it because they know that that's the stuff that gets more people commenting more people who comment means it gets more clicks means that more people are going to see it i now think it's disgusting and i think there's a responsibility on these news outlets not to put this stuff out like who are they actually benefiting by putting this stuff out okay because they know that they're going to get these clicks and they the news outlets are actually the ones that are dividing the country so it's not real maori it's the platforms that it's being put on that's the stuff that's dividing everyone because they're doing it to get a rise, to polarize these two different groups. The people who understand that, you know, Reo Māori is, is from here. It's, it's, it's the tangata whenua, it's the kōrero o te tangata whenua, but also that it's the wairua of this land. It's everything that comes with it. It's, it's, it's all of that. But the way that it has been, like, used now as a divisive tool is actually because these media outlets are knowing that this is what's going to drive more clicks. And I only came to that realization recently where I was like, oh my goodness, like they understand that this is the stuff that gets the most heated debate and they're continuing to do it without actually um, giving proper explanations. Or you're reading these stories that have nothing to do with, you know, I mean, they obviously have some component, but the main part in the headline is talking about Māori or talking about the Māori. And it had it didn't need to be in the headline, but they know that it's big enough for people to start commenting, which is getting them their it's getting them what they need. And it reminds me of 
you know, when celebrities say the N-word and all that sort of stuff, you know, the news outlets are the ones that get the profit from that, from those people stuffing up because they're going to put out the headline that says, this person did this, and then everyone's going to start benefiting from that. But the African community or the African Americans who probably were offended or have been the most, uh, you know, the most uh, taken, just taken advantage of, and now it's the same thing, but these media outlets are doing a similar thing um, using, you know, Te Ao Māori and saying that we're doing it to celebrate you. You know, I, I think it, a lot of it is really virtue signalling, but in the wrong way. It's like, look at this, we're, we're incorporating more Māori because we are tangata tiriti. But really, I actually think you're doing this now because it's going to help your clicks and your views. So if this stuff gets out there, if people get to listen to this, and just be aware of that. Be aware that that is what they're trying to do. They're trying to get more people to click on what they're doing, more people to react, and more people to follow what they're doing. Um, at first, I was so stoked to see more Māori, but now I'm actually kind of disappointed that that's the way that you know it had to come about, is that actually we're doing this because it's going to serve us most. So always question. It's critical theory right here. Always question who is benefiting from this the most. Uh, and you know, is this actually a good thing or is it not? And this comes to the people, the types of people who want to do certain things as well. Are they doing this because they genuinely believe that it's going to be something that could be positive, uh, or are they doing this because they know there's going to be some sort of kickback that is definitely worth it for them? Right, a bit of media that I watched. Media movie. I watched The Woman King. Uh, it's about this African tribe, and they're all fighting back in the. I never quite get this right. Is it the 1700s or the 1800s? But it's anyway. It's the it's the it's the times where it was like 18 something. So I don't know which one that is. I always get mixed up on that. But there's a. Uh, I don't want to talk about the movie itself. But there is a part in it where, uh, and and it just rung true to me where he was you know doing his little monologue. One of the kings. Uh, he wasn't the best character, but I did really enjoy what he said here with like slavery, and then he was saying that like part of this battle is we are starting to believe that we should be shackled so we're not putting up as, as strong a fight as we usually would we have become our own oppressors and it reminds me of just how you know how strong colonization is and and how now that we see it uh, we see people you know not believing that learning your own culture is worth it because it's not going to get you anywhere in the in the real world. Sorry for those who are in the audio, I'm doing my fingers up, um, you know, real world. But this is our world. Te Ao Māori is a lot of people's world and it's a lot of what's connected a lot of people to, to who they are and to what finally feels like it's right, where they finally feel like they belong. Uh, so yeah, I, that's just, you know, the power of colonisation and when I heard that part, I actually got pretty pretty amped up um, just to hear that uh, so yeah that was that the guy next to me <laughs> has nothing to do with anything I'm saying the guy next to me uh, had movies there to be able to watch and he just decided he wanted to listen to classical Bach uh, on his uh, on his screen and I was just like man if I just spent less time listening to as much hip-hop as I did and and maybe put my time towards being really really good at instruments and stuff I you know I might be actually quite good at something uh, but anyway that was just something to keep in mind uh, so for this year coming up Go back to that series that I did in 2021. Uh, I think it was about like how to set, how to be, 
do stuff. It was about setting goals and setting proper goals and actually being nice to yourself and compassionate to yourself as you do uh, go through and get those goals. Uh, This has been all over the place. All I wanted to do was come on and just give you a quick update. I do have... Uh, and, and two interviews coming up this month, which will be released uh, next Monday, uh, and then two Mondays after that. But one of them is with uh, Brooklyn Engelkin, who is the uh, founder of Words to Heal You, and then the one after that will be with Asher Derbyshire, uh, who is the owner of Wellington Boxing Gym. So those were awesome conversations. I cannot wait to get those out to you. Uh, thank you for supporting me. And one more thing, look, we're living in this time now where money is necessary. Nah, but for sure, uh, there will be times where there are going to be ads, and I'm going to tell you this right now so that you don't have to hear it and be like, what the fuck, this guy sold out. Um, But if there are going to be, there's a possibility for ads to be put on some of the interviews. Uh, There might be about, oh, sorry, any of the episodes in general. There might be about 20 seconds. So that is more just to be able to fund the podcast and be able to keep it going. Um, I'm doing a lot of the, I did all of this for free. I'm just putting this out there. It's free content. So please, uh, if you do hear that, just you can skip it or you can keep keep listening to those ads if you want. Um, but basically, that I'm not going to put any ads on that I don't agree with. So uh, some of the stuff that is coming up is to do with, you know, getting better sleep and listening to a sleep podcast. Uh, or some of it is to do with, you know, tips and tricks to actually helping yourself with your your relationship with alcohol because uh, there were two podcasts that I would listen to um, and then they are, they offered to see you know whether or not it's something I'd be interested in. So there is a possibility uh, that that will come up. I wanted you to hear it here first before I put any out uh, that do have ads because then some of you will definitely you know see some problem with that and they'll be like, oh. you know, I'd hate that. But anyway, it's the new year. Please stay safe. Um, you know, just take your time, if you have to, um, and there's nowhere we need to be that, you know, is more, uh, there's nowhere that we need to be that's more important than just being alive, so please take your time, be extra cautious out there, um, yeah, and just stay happy, and, and I'm really excited to see where this year takes us, love you all, take care.